Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, part two, welcome back. Part one's on the feed, by the way. It's Riyadh. Calaf, it's a really interesting chat about ADHD. Here it is. When you say you're diagnosed and your life changed, like, what did you do? Did you start some treatment or was it knowing, yeah. being able to name it helped? First thing first thing was um, the knowing, to have, having a name for us. And it was emotional when um, she told me that um, she, it's, yeah, <laughs> you got it. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, it was like, all oh, right, okay, yeah, cool. Um, and I remember that night I was going out to a club with a friend and I was sitting in the Uber on the way and he said, you've had a pretty big day, you know, are you sure you want to go out? And I was like, absolutely. Why wouldn't I? And he goes, how do you feel now that you know? And I said, I feel like I have this puppy. Someone just give me this little puppy and he's at home and I'm going out tonight, but I can't wait to get home to him and learn about him and get to love him and, and, and sort of teach him new tricks and sort of uh, really nurture this little, little gorgeous thing that's been in me the whole time that was, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for where you don't look after an animal correctly? Neglect. I was neglected my entire life. And I think that analogy was just flew out of my mouth. I was just, I use it all the time now because that's exactly how I, I, it felt. It felt very warm Sorry. and very nurturing. It was like, I now get to look after this bit of me that I didn't know needed looking after. And I now get to give myself a break. That was the mm-hmm. other thing that came. I, I huge amounts of forgiveness for um, my quote unquote shortcomings when I'm late, when I um, get frustrated at things, when I feel like I'm untalented and unworthy of things I've achieved or, um, you know, the panic attacks and everything like that or forgetting to eat mm. or never eating too much, you know, or relying on on stimulants to to get through your day it's like no your your brain is a different shape it's been proven the prefrontal cortex is smaller (laughs) you know the Mm -hmm. bit that makes us who we are personality how we process our outside world and then it goes into the deeper brain and it becomes you know how we action it um and and that's been great but the one downside has been the um outside world's perspective and uh, understanding of the disorder and having to kind of constantly um, prove or feel like I have to prove to people that I have a difference and that it's real mm-hmm. and that I, I never win. Anytime mm. I say the letters ADHD, I almost see the eye roll. I mean, mm, I, I left really? as I, I was out the other night um, with a group of friends and we got to know this other group and we merged and it was lovely. And I was kissing this guy. And uh, we would exchange numbers. Yeah, you know, like, hey, girl, you're cute. (laughs) And he was really cute until we were walking out of the club and we were chatting away and I had forgotten a detail he had told me because working Mm -hmm. memory is shite in us. 
stupid detail. Working memory is the super, super short term memory. It's the holding a piece of information and suspense in the air, talking to someone or doing something else briefly and then coming back to said information. That's working memory. I don't have Ah. that. I can't. So my friends help me with that or or whatever. Anyway, I forgot something. I said, sorry, I I have ADHD and it's just, it's not personal. And he goes, oh, you and every other gay in London. I was like, ooh. I said, no, like, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying it. I am diagnosed. I, I know I have it. And he goes, yeah, like, people get diagnosed in like two seconds. Like, it's not even like a proper evaluation. I'm like, oh my God, I feel so shit right now. And I hate you. And yeah. I, I, I didn't want to get into a fight. I didn't want to have to justify who I am or what my, what I've been through my entire life yes. silently. And, um, it just was this guy was, had taken drink and it was like, that's what, how we word it in Ireland. Sorry. This guy had a few drinks <laughs> and yeah. I saw, I think, a peek into the mind of every other person who's sober that I tell that I have ADHD. This guy just didn't have the self-control to not say it. And mm. that really got me down. Well, and yeah, I'm sorry to hear that because it, you know, it shouldn't, it, he shouldn't have said that. Um but do I wanted to ask you about queerness and ADHD? Because is there a link? Is there a known link? Um, as far as I know, with the research I've done, I don't, I don't see any connection, or haven't seen one. But mm. it's, it's quite early days in terms of research. In in a lot of ways, they're constantly finding new bits of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they changed the name. It, there was ADHD and there's ADD and now they've been combined because they're basically the same thing, just different types of the same thing. And, mm-hmm. um, they're looking into, is there physiological ways that they can diagnose in terms of brain scans, you know, uh, biopsies, blood tests, all that sort of stuff. Maybe not biopsies. I think I made that up in the moment just to <laughs> fill air. Um, I'm not a doctor. Can you tell? Um, but what I've read. <laughs> Um, but this is why I'm very, very, very careful with how I speak about it to in a one-to-one conversation or in particular how I speak about it to a, a, an audience online because there's a huge amount of misinformation and everything I say, I always back it up in, in re- real research, in studies. Um, and, and if it's not in research, it's personal lived experience and it's flagged as such. But are there links between trauma and ADHD or am I dreaming? Um, ADHD is uh, a condition that is uh, developmental. So mm-hmm. it's it's not something that you can catch or get because something has happened. As far as I know, it's, it's you know, you're born with it. Um, and uh, a lot of the time it's highly, highly hereditary. So there will most likely be at least one immediate family member who also has it diagnosed or undiagnosed. Mm. So my little cousin... Um, was diagnosed about a year before me. I didn't get a diagnosis because of that, but it was just by chance. And, and my auntie and my mother show even more significant symptoms than I do, right. but are un, un, uh, evaluated. And mm. so, um, but there are, there are certain things that, um, can happen while you're in, in utero that can increase the chances of smoking or drinking, uh, of the mother. Um, oh. can highly increase uh, their chances. Um, and oh, there's a couple of other things that I can't remember right now. But yeah, it's all kind of from development in the womb up. And you know how you said the, the, that person said to you, oh, you know, like every other gay 
in London or whatever their words yeah. were. And I don't know why he said gay. I don't know why he said that. And I still, I, no. I still don't know. Maybe just by chance he heard from a few who had said yes. it. But look, diagnoses are on the rise, and there yes. will definitely be misdiagnosis. But that is with every condition. Mm-hmm. Everything has has a has a percentage of of the diagnosed population that is wrong. But because ADHD as a condition, the symptom um, breakdown is felt by every human being that's ever been born at some point. Mm-hmm. But not all the time and not to a level where it's detrimental to their life. Yeah, well, that's what I wanted to ask is like, is it... So here's my theory. Yeah. Key fact, I'm not a doctor either. However... I've seen the amount of stuff about ADHD, you know, in the past three, four, five years, there's been loads more of it. And I do feel like I've seen that as a queer thing, but maybe that's just the stuff I follow online. But I also think the way the world is built now makes our brains fragment in a way that is quite similar to elements of ADHD. Uh, and we are div- our, our attention is so divided between 50 things. You know what I mean? That I think... Yeah. That do you think that's why there is this blurring and therefore some people are dismissive of ADHD because it is actually adjacent to a lot of the way that modern life has made our brains work? That is a brilliant, brilliant question. And I agree. I do. Mm. And and in, in when the psychiatrist said to me she suspected adult ADHD, I thought if I think one of the many thoughts I had was oh, maybe I'm just spending too much time on Instagram and I'm, I'm becoming addicted to this constant stream of, so I, yeah, you, uh, there is misinformation out there that going on your phone for too long and being addicted to that or video games can give you ADHD. And that's just not true. It mm. can make you have focus issues and um, fuck with your uh, dopaminergic system which is mm. the, you know, the, the reward center of the brain. And, you know, when people hear dopamine, they think, oh, that's when you orgasm. And that's when you win mm. a million pounds. And that's when you have the, you know, when you're dancing to your favorite song. But dopamine actually really, in its most functional and most important form, is the low level uh, hits of pre-task reward and post-task reward that get you through your day with the mundane monotony that we go through every day, emptying the dishwasher sending that email, having a shower, making lunch. The dopamine is working constantly to tap, tap, tap us along and to sort of uh, oil at the chain of our bike of life and get mm-hmm. us there quicker. With ADHD, your dopaminergic system is flawed. You don't have enough of that neurotransmitter to, to tap, tap, tap you along. So every little task is an uphill struggle and is like, bashing your head against the wall. Please, please, please let me do it. And you, you suffer paralysis. You suffer mm-hmm. panic attacks just from the, the trying to force yourself to do the thing that you, you know you should be able to do because you're just, a, you should be a normal human being. And my friend mm-hmm. can do it and my mom, mom can do it. And this, and so it's, um, imagine, imagine going through your life undiagnosed, unmedicated, untherapized with this thing that makes every aspect of your being an effort when it shouldn't mm-hmm. be. And the only things that aren't an effort are this very specific couple of elements or hobbies that you absolutely love and they fire up that dopaminergic system, which is why ADHD people find themselves typically in jobs that are passion-based and they can only do those jobs. They're entrepreneurs. 
they're, um, you know, they're artists and um, they're t- TV, radio presenters, whatever it is. They're, they're based around dreams because they can only function if they're doing the thing that they, f- that excites them to that high, high, high level. The amount of jobs I personally have left early doors because I, I couldn't do it anymore simply down to the pure mind numbing monotony of the job. But it's just a normal job. It should be fine. Mm-hmm. I left the, the job that brought me to the UK. I worked in a big news organization, very fast, dynamic newsroom. Did my head in, couldn't do it. There was also some bullying issues, but the main reason was I just didn't like the job. I left after three months, went to another job. I lasted one day. I decided there and then, like, this is so boring. I can't do it, but it wasn't boring. It was just boring to me. Yeah. But now I'm doing, and now my, the, my setup personal is that I got no financial security and I need that level of fear to get the shit done. We don't necessarily function on a sense of reward. We think function on the sense of, oh shit, if I don't do it, I won't eat or I'll be fined or I'll uh, default on that loan. So yeah, yeah. it's very interesting. I love it, uh, talking about it and, and learning. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's amazing to hear you speak about it, and you've you've summarized so many things better than I've heard it summarized before. And um, what what is what's a good step for someone who thinks they might want to look into it who's listening where would you go yeah i would say if you're an adult uh look up some youtube videos with um psychiatrists uh talking about adult adhd and and learn about what those uh that the chart of symptoms are uh, remember the the, the three parts that i said there that i tell everyone which is, and I'm now going to try and remember it with someone with ADHD. <laughs> I'd say the three things to consider are the symptoms. Have they been present since childhood? To be diagnosable, they have to have been there sort of your entire life. They can't just have appeared in your teenage years or when you were uh, an adult. The next one is how persistent the symptoms are. They need to be kind of affecting you more often than they're not. They're not just being forgetful sometimes or a lack of motivation sometimes or um, breaking things, being clumsy sometimes. It's it's kind of a real part of who you are. And the last one, the symptoms, do they have a marked 
impact, uh, a quantifiable negative impact on your day-to-day life, uh, your relationship with friends and family, your work life, your mental health. Mm -hmm. The other thing is get on an NHS or whatever medical body is in your jurisdiction waiting list Mm -hmm. for uh, an evaluation because Mm -hmm. generally they are at least a year, if not two or three years long. And the longer you leave it, the longer it will take to be seen. Mm-hmm. When you when you eventually get called, if that's if you want to go the public route, um, and and if that's right for you, then then brilliant, um, because it, it can be very expensive to go private. Mm-hmm. When you do get called forward, or you do see your your um, private psychiatrist, go in with research. Don't mm-hmm. go in and go. I kind of feel this sometimes. Kind of feel that sometimes. Have a written list or in in the notes app in your phone of uh, a sort of a, a a working diary of your your memories from childhood of. Uh, how these symptoms may have presented. Speak to your parents, speak to people who know you very, very closely about, have you ever seen me do this? And how often do I do it? And has it really impacted our relationship or, or me? Have you seen? Because you might, you might not remember because of the ADHD. Mm. Um, and go in with all of this data um, that you can present and go, you know, this is what I've pulled. Um, and that will give you a, a much higher chance of having an accurate diagnosis um, and of course, that won't be the diagnosis, but that'll tell the psychiatrist, the medical professional, if they want to go down the, the proper full evaluation route. But also, if you feel it in your heart of hearts that there's something going on here and you are you're presented with a doctor who, who diminishes your real world lived experience and doesn't even bother to give you a well, maybe it's in, instead it might be this or options. Uh, that happened to my auntie recently. She went in and, and she's quite severe in, in her you know, uh, lived experience with, with what I think is ADHD, it, it tore her down. And mm. I've had, now had to pick her up and, and help her find another uh, professional that will listen to her. So th- believe what, what you know to be true. Mm. And if you are going to go private, really do some research on, on who that person is. Try your very best to get to an in-person um, evaluation, not, not the quick slapdash online Zoom person that you don't even know where they are or what their credentials are. You want to go mm. to someone that has a, a real um, history with this condition in particular. All psychiatrists aren't born equal. Remember that they've got specialisms. So they, they might be someone who, who is great with bipolar and great with OCD, um, but doesn't quite know enough about ADHD or some other condition. So there are some really, really good ones that specialize and, and go there and tell them your concerns that you don't want a false diagnosis and you, you want, you know, uh, to explore this properly. And in the meantime, while you're waiting to see your, your professional, take it easy on yourself. You know, you're only human. Um, whether it is ADHD or not, you're, you are going to be late sometimes. You are going to need to ask for an extra day or two on that deadline for work. You know, you are going to uh, be clumsy and break that expensive thing that you bought. Laugh about it. You're human. Flaws mm-hmm. and all. It's what makes you you. I know that's really cliche and like eye rolly, but that's the way I got over it. Now I go, lol, again? Okay. <laughs> I guess I need a new one of them. I, I, it's a huge amount of forgiveness and I don't, I just don't care anymore. It's so yeah. liberating. Very, very liberating. Wow, that's amazing. You speak about it so beautifully. Oh, thank you. Riyad, this has been wonderful. And did they give you stimulants to take? Yeah, so um, I'm a very good psychiatrist and she said, this is an option. Mm -hmm. And she explained to me how they work 
I was very resistant to taking stimulants because of the, the social connotations there. People take them when they haven't got ADHD and they're trying to finish their exams or finish a thesis and they make you wired to the moon. And it's, it's mm. a type of, you know, a meth, methamphetamine. It's a street drug. And all of that mm. is, is, it comes from a place of, um, misinformation. Basically, they, if they're taken right at the right dosage, they get your, dopamine and norepinephrine, another neurotransmitter, up to base level where the average brain should be. You shouldn't be taking it to get an advantage on the average person. It should make you function at an average level. Mm. So she prescribed me one. I took it and I was wired to the moon. And it it wasn't right. I had palpitations. I I was able to do stuff, but I wasn't rehab. And then I halved the dose and I nearly cried. Because what I was experiencing was what I believe to be what a quote unquote normal brain is. I was able to have one thought at a time and finish the thought. I was able to start a task one at a time and finish the task. I was able to listen while people were talking and not jump in because I was so understimulated by what they were saying that I had to kind of ask another question to get a hit of dopamine. Mm. I was able to clean. I was able to all get my finances in order for once. You know, I, I've defaulted on loans, but I've had money. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, my right. credit score is on the fucking floor, but I had money. I just didn't have <sighs> the mental capacity to put it from there to there. So the, the, what I call it's, it's the it's the ADHD tax. That's what it is. The stuff you lose, the stuff you break, the stuff you can't do because of it. But anyway, I am on a stimulant now. I'm on a, I'm on a super low dose, which works for me because I don't want to pass that threshold of being above average. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's helped me no end, that and therapy. And the two combined, I, I, that's another piece of advice I'd say, never ever just do the drugs. Um, and never do the drugs without looking into it first into how the science works because when you take it and and you you actively know what's happening inside your body it makes it so much more holistic it takes all the shame away mm-hmm. you know that this is the brain equivalent of someone with a broken leg having a cast yes interesting you would yeah. never ask that person to to uh, do a marathon mm-hmm. but you know they they, they will need help <laughs> and and your brain needs help it's proven. It's not, it's not for, this isn't for fun on a night out. This isn't, Ad, let's do, let's have an Adderall and dance all night. No, mm. this is for you and you alone, specific dose, specific type of medication. There are many of them tailored to you to make you experience a, a life that's as close to normal as possible. And that's it. I'm so pleased that you have managed to find you know diagnosis and it's changed your life it's just wonderful so wonderful and i know it will be so helpful to so many people listening yeah and that's what i want that's what i want for everyone to that have that feeling of like oh i've arrived and now yeah. i get to do all the things that I, the adhd is the condition of lost potential and there mm. are people out there that should be politicians presidents world-renowned artists lawyers but they aren't because of this invisible wall that stands in front of them which is the disorder and mm. i want to spread the amazing joy and enlightenment that is knowing who you are and getting the correct treatment. And then you can get to where you're supposed to go. Hmm, interesting. 
write in tell us your thoughts on that amazing conversation hello at homosapienspodcast.com at homosapiens on instagram email your comments your questions and your agony uncles to hello at homosapienspodcast.com listeners i've loved it we'll talk more sending you loads of love bye now small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.